Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back, everyone, to another fine episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. This is Elder Scrolls Off the Record, a Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Morndas, Reigns Hand the Sixth, and I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler and the man who plays with naked corpses like Jeffrey Dahmer. Thanks, Liz. Evarwin! <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> yes, I'm gonna read that. <laughs> you put it in there, it's funny. Read anything you put there. Put uh, and of course, I am joined by uh, the one, the only, Liz Mistress LeBeau. <laughs> Heal her around! <laughs> No, it just, uh, I practiced the beginning, which got all screwed up, and then apparently my Twitter's blowing up, and everything's vibrating, the cat's running away, I'm like trying to keep this damn thing together, the first five seconds of the show is <laughs> like a damn mess. That's what happens when I come on the scene, man. That's what happens. Dogs and cats living together. Total chaos. <laughs> uh, and that gentleman right over there is the one and only, the wielder of the Daedric Cheese Grater himself, Rob Rage Philosophy. That's right. It is the ultimate in the Daedric Nasty Toys. <laughs> oh. Don't ask, man. Don't ask. Uh, Just accept the fact that don't, we it don't is want awesome. to know. Yeah. No one wants to know. That's That sounds <laughs> uh, intriguing and painful, and I'm sure Shia Garath would love to hear what you have to say. Uh, armed with daggers. Oh, wait. Hold on. Excuse me. <clears throat> armed with daggers and no nonsense attitude, Mike takes on the denizens of the underworld with his partner, Brago the slightly Khajiit, made with a terrible skooma addiction and love for Douglas Furs. Coming to theaters near you, Mike the Tamrielic historian. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. <laughs> Take Brago with the skooma addiction. Oh, poor kitty. <laughs> you're, you're sitting there with with a gigantic peep in your in your lap. <laughs> Actually, this is. A, uh, is it a, uh, Helicobacter pylorus? It's the thing that gives you an ulcer. Oh dear. What? How, how yeah. cute and cuddly. Yeah, you can tell I'm a super, like, you know, science geek. We have, my wife every year gets me some type of aspect of one of these large plushies that uh, represents some type of disease that uh, we study in the labs. God! So yep. I've gotten T4 bacteriophage, uh, I got uh, mono one time from oh. her. Oh, everyone loves that's mono. Everyone's <laughs> favorite. 
God, Rock Joint, they haven't made Rock Joint or uh, what's the other one? The Droops. <laughs> uh, I love the Droops one. That, oh, God. Everyone knows what the Droops are. And see, he keeps that thing on his shelf next to the plushy polyp and the plushy hernia. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the, the plushy H1N1. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one that was an HIV, it came with a little red ribbon on it. That, yeah. Uh, all, yes. All do- all proceeds from that purchase went towards HIV research. Oh, that's that's so, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, we're not alone. We're joined by our wonderful live chat room right here. Hello, guys. Thanks for coming on in. And, of course, you right there listening in your car or watching us on the YouTubes. And, and I just want to stop the show, everyone, okay? If we, hour one, we talk about our gameplay in, yes, Elder Scrolls Online, but also all the different Elder Scrolls games, of course, if that's... And that, that may not be of interest to, to many on YouTube. That's fine. Just right down there below, on that side, on the bottom left-hand side are all these, these little boxes. You can go ahead and click on those and access a feature of the show that you might be interested in, whether it's the news, Tamriel rumors, etc., etc. It's all It's all right there, but you're guided by those icons. Uh, Liz, let us, uh, let us know who sponsored our show and our wonderful iTunes five-star reviewers to date. Por favor. Oh. Okay, tweakedaudio.com. Go there. Get quality quality headphones. Let me start that over. Go ahead. God. And take two. Yeah. <laughs> Go to tweakedaudio.com and get quality headphones, free worldwide shipping, and 30% off with our code off the record. One word at tweakedaudio.com. They're the best around. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Tweaked Audio, this is for you. D- damn you. Damn you! <laughs> Damn you, YouTube! <laughs> so I screwed it all up! Alright, here we go. <laughs> Alright, there we go. <laughs> you know who else is the best around? Audible. Go get a free audiobook today. AudibleTrial.com slash Network. And, yeah. That, you can listen to your schoolwork while you're doing playing video games. Boom. Boom. And boom, learn yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and by this episode's iTunes five star reviewers, Floodsy plays Major Wexley, Dova Key, Dova Mean from Canada, mm. and Rabsy one six one two seven four from the UK. Oh yeah, you guys so are the best around. Okay, that's uh, that's Flugel plays. I can't. I I'm barely <laughs> seeing this. My eyesight today is bad. Not not good today. No, terrible. You need to stop drinking before the show, Liz. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if I didn't have to talk to you. It's all that Easter candy that she's been, you know, making for the last two weeks. It's finally gotten to her. No, I just sell it. That stuff's Belgian, man. I don't live in Belgium. Anyway. So, Rob, what are we doing today? What are we talking about? Uh, We're doing a podcast. Mm. um, About ESO. (laughs) Yeah. And Oblivion and Skyrim. Oh, my. Uh, our discussion topics this week uh, include the serial PvP updates that we've been seeing, uh, some new pets that have come to the Crown Store, and ESO has celebrated its first anniversary. It's a milestone. Yeah. Damn, I forgot to make a that uh, happy birthday to you. I have that on stock. Like, I have my Marilyn Monroe happy birthday, and then I just plug in the name. Forgot to do that for ESO. Oh. And the first anniversary is the paper anniversary. So did Avarwin get a map for them? I got I got nothing. You know what the fifth <laughs> anniversary is? It's the wood anniversary. <laughs> 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 I 
paper. Oh, I got it. I borrowed paper. <laughs> and uh, what else we got, Rob? Well, don't really have much of a Rage of the Week this week, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I, okay. I don't have one. All right. Uh, I've you know. Rage this week. I, I rage every day. <laughs> There's nothing that stuck out this week. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, nothing that stuck out this week. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, plus, we have uh, some tweets and emails. Uh, uh, plus, a uh, ESOTR guild update. Uh, some events that uh, have transpired this past weekend and what we have coming up. So, yeah. good stuff. We got a, a very cool one as well that uh, uh, Nerevar Telvani from our uh, our Ebonheart Pack Guild Meridia. Has, uh, has let us know about. We got some photos to share with you folks later on in hour number two, bottom of hour number two on that one. Uh, Mike, before we start this roller coaster a rockin', um, what do we have to quickly mention today? So, yes, we have uh, for the fans of ESO and those that are local or willing to make the trip to Baltimore, uh, there should be quite a bit of excitement. The artists from Zinemax Online Studios will have their work for the Elder Scrolls Online on display at the Community College of Baltimore County, Essex, in Baltimore. The exhibit is free for, to all and will be running from March 27th to May 15th. So if you want to see some of the concept art, some of the finished displays, and you're in the Baltimore area, go see it. All right. Rob, could you, uh, would you mind rolling into the second thing we got here for, uh, for Liz? She, she's having a hard time, I guess, today. Thank you. Oh. Sure thing. Uh, so, seems like a solid work around the Error 1 uh, plague is to unplug your ISP, that's an internet service provider. Uh, wait 30 seconds and plug it back in. Uh, give it a try, and when you get this, let us know how you do. Send an email to elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. If you have any updates or comments on this, although I would like to comment on this if, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, I believe it was uh, Guild member Lord Weaselfish uh, had a fix for this that um, was driving everybody crazy. Uh, there is a fix for this on the um, uh, on the Elder Scrolls Online official forums, uh, sort of a fix, but it involves you actually going into where the game is installed and you have to delete a folder. I'm not going to tell you how to do it on the podcast, just because if you end up screwing up your game and having to re-download the whole thing like I did, <laughs> you can't uh, you can't hold us accountable. So, uh, right. But uh, there apparently is a workaround. Uh, you can go on the ESO forums and just do a search for Error 1. Uh, or look at the dev tracker. they got a brand new dev tracker on there. It's uh, you know, pretty cool. So, um, But since I did it and have re-downloaded the entire freaking game, um, I haven't gotten Error 1. So... <laughs> There's Sound, that. Sounds good. All right. Uh, for somebody who doesn't have a Rage of the Week, you know, deleting his whole game, yeah. you know, he's, he's pretty calm. Right. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Thank you for, for bringing that up because that could have been very easily the uh, the Rage of the Week right there. Well, I, I mean, for me, back. I stopped playing ESO when I got that error one three times in a row. I said, that's it. I'm done. Wait, <laughs> does it? played Oblivion. <laughs> does, does this help, Rob? Does this help? No, what the you gotta be freaking kidding me! Man, that's some bullshit! Ah, come on! Rage of the Week! So, Rob, why don't you to actually tell us about this? I have no problem leaving the show with this one right now. Okay, I mean, that, that's fine. You know what? That, that, that's perfect, because now that I think about it, this actually has pissed me off. But, uh, Alright, so, so Saturday night. Um, went out, had a, you know, uh, had a family night, um... 
and I came home, and I had heard about this potential fix uh, of removing a particular folder from your uh, Elder Scrolls Online install location. Um, and, and what you would have to do is you'd have to let the patcher re-download it. I guess there was some sort of disconnect. You know, I'm not a programmer. I, you know, I don't know all that lingo. I mean, I, I just I just play the game and see the pretty colors and flashes and blood and gore. Well, not so much with this game, but you know, I just want it to work. So I, I figured out oh, what the hell. I, you know, I give it a shot. So I went in and said, you know, uh, okay, so here's the folder, and I deleted it and didn't really think much of it. Okay, well, it's trying to delete about 35 gigs worth of stuff. Uh, I don't think that was the right folder. So, <laughs> so, I, so I immediately went into my into my recycling bin and restored it. And I figured, okay, whew, that was close. Safe. All right, now now I'm going to play ESO. Safe. So, Huh? Safe. You're, you're safe. safe. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. And I open up my launcher, and my launcher goes, um, yeah, I'm missing 35 gig worth of stuff, so you're going to have to sit here and stare at this little uh, cyan bar for the next four hours. Not, so not safe. safe. <laughs> yeah, not safe. It's not like safe. the game just went, <laughs> just kidding. And... <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I sat there uh, for a while, and um, so I just like watched some TV with my wife, you know, occasionally looking at my screen just to see you know how much progress it was. After about an hour or so, um, I saw that I had made it about seven percent into that download, and that that's when it hit me. Um, I am not playing ESO tonight. Mm. It's not happening. So I let my computer run all freaking night. Yeah. Uh, the chat room is saying April Fools. Yeah, this was this was ESO's April Fools Day joke on me. I so to avoid this happening to our listeners, I'm not going to tell you what folder it is to delete. Okay, so that Just way you can't. Yeah, yeah. Find a big one. It's about 35. The Windows install folder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. See, see, colon format. <laughs> yeah, that'll fix it. Yeah. Uh, apparently not. But, oh my God. Like. I wasn't as, as 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 angry about that as typically as, as I usually am about just smaller, less you know, or, or well, more trivial stuff. This was more of a <sighs> yeah. What do you do? All right, closing all my windows and I'm going to bed. That's because <laughs> <what it's laughs> the alternative is throwing an apple through your screen, basically. Yeah, and, and I just thought this Why would you have an Apple computer in your house in the first place? But no, I, I meant like, like <laughs> the fruit, like a apple or, or an orange. So, or like a banana. Yeah, I, I, I realize that error one is plaguing a lot of people right now. Um, so be careful of what fixes that you try. Uh, it could end up resulting in um, you having to re-download the whole game. Well, we're, we're recommending um, unplugging your ISP, waiting 30 seconds, and plugging it back in, basically. That, that has worked for a lot of people, it's, uh, so, so tr- give that a try. Well, you never know. Uh, also, stay tuned, guys, because at the bottom of our first hour, we will be bringing back an old segment from the Skyrim Off the Record days. You're not going to want to miss this. I guarantee you, you are going to love it. Gameplay section is first... Right after this. Right right after this, bumper. <laughs> De- 
Let's start that rage music again, if you could. <laughs> that got, one's broken too. I got, I got nothing. I got nothing, unfortunately. I got nothing. <laughs> About gonna have some gameplay. Yeah, gameplay time. <laughs> what happened? What? <laughs> what the frig? Out? What'd you do? Oh Lord. It's like uh, it's like none of these audio files want to play today. Mm. Maybe they don't. Oh well. Well, hey, look. So let's talk about some gameplay, guys. Around. Sorry. <laughs> God, it's the worst and best song ever. It's it's uh, it's pretty freaking epic. Um. All right. So I guess I guess uh, I guess we're gonna be bumperless today. I suppose. Uh, really don't know what's going on with with that. Let's give it one more solid try. I suppose. Yeah, no. No good. That can't be good. When your computer doesn't access a simple audio file... Like that. It's still playing the uh, Rage of the Week one. <laughs> over and over and over again <laughs> in its head. That can't be good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> alright, let's not... Lord let's not. Fish Bumper experience the number one error. <laughs> Does this play? No, that doesn't even play. Jeez. It's that YouTube video that Liz had you play. You're the best! Yeah. I had my sound cranked up when that thing came on. Oh, God. You deaf now? What? Yeah. His brain is still vibrating. Yeah, this is... I don't know. Um, okay. So, yeah, apparently Windows Media Player crashed for me. I have no idea what that's all about. But in any event, um, so we're going we're gonna to move ahead, I guess. What uh, what have you guys been been doing in game? Uh, well, actually, we've got um, we've got a lot. We've actually got a couple of cool things uh, in store for you this week. Um, so so I was talking with my host, right, and we I wanted to come up with this whole thing on on doing doing gameplay activities, and there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly going to play bumpers all podcast now. I'm so happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I need my bumpers. Like, I, I made these. You know, they need to be in the show. All right, guys. So, <laughs> um... <laughs> Gameplay activities, that's going to be a thing now on, on this show. And, uh, basically what, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking everyone here on the show and, and you guys too, um, I'm going to give you three tasks. You can choose any one of them and, um, and, and have, have fun with it. Um, if you're not, if you're not into these tasks, make up your, make up your own task. So earlier last week, I, I told, uh, Mike, uh, Robin Liz, I said, here, here's your three tasks. All right, you have the choice of either getting any Daedric weapon in Skyrim. You could start and or complete the Dark Brotherhood in Oblivion, or start an alt that's utterly different than your main in Elder Scrolls Online. And and if none of that strikes your fancy, come up with your own unique activity in any Elder Scrolls game. Now, listeners, those are your activities for the week. Send us an email at elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. Let us know how you did. Um, before we go into that, though, I want to ask Mike, what did you choose 
yeah, let's ask, let's, let's go through, let's go a round table in that way. Uh, I want to know what you guys chose. And then I want you guys to tell me how, how you went about doing this stuff. And let's start with Mike. What'd you choose? So, um, it's been a very long time since I've been in oblivion. So I chose the start slash complete. Yeah, right. The dark brotherhood in oblivion. Uh, so I made a new character, got out of uh, the prison, uh, following, uh, you know, Captain Picard all the way through. All right. Well, hold hold uh, on, hold on. I want I want to ask Rob. We're we're gonna get back to you, Rob. What okay. did you do? What did you do? I decided to go after the uh, the Daedric artifacts in Skyrim, and I got not one but two. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, which one did you go after? All right. First, I started uh, to. Uh, I wanted to go after the Ebony Mail because of all my playthroughs, I've only gotten that one one other time. Uh, and the and the other one's a secret. Okay. And that, now, Liz, what did you do? I don't even know yet. Shoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mm, mm, mm. What? What's... I don't know whether I wanted to, because, you know, first of all, I don't know. When you say start and or complete, well, I, I guess that the word start actually covers it for me. Start uh, the, brother, the Dark Brotherhood in Oblivion. I just played Oblivion. I'm not going to play it again. Okay, Daedric Weapon and Skyrim. Okay, honestly, I totally skipped over that in my brain. No, 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 no. You can you can do one of these things or come up with your own thing. So I totally came up with my own, which okay. is I'll figure it out when I get into Skyrim. <laughs> 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 no, I thought uh, maybe I'd go after all the Baron's Iosomes or whatever it is, and then I thought, no, I'll do I'll do that new mod out. I still don't really know, and we'll get into that later. Okay. Uh so Mike, what did what did you do? You uh you went out there, you started Oblivion, uh you you started up the Dark Brotherhood, right? How'd that go? Yep. So I started, I made a brand new character, uh followed uh you know, Patrick Stewart out of the uh the um you know, the tunnels there, watched him die, uh killed some mud crabs, and then I said, Okay, you know, I gotta I gotta, you know, kill a non player character who's, you know, a civilian. So it can't be, you know, just uh regular trash mobs that you would find in any of the, the regular places. So like the easiest way to do it is to find a uh, isolated character, like one of the horse stable people. They <gasps> usually sleep outside and you know, you can just bump them off in the middle of the night while they're sleeping and walk away. With no problem. It's way easier said than done. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> so I started at level one, walked out to Jaden hall uh, and there is uh, this uh, character, uh, Minvara Arnano, a um, Dunmer, who takes care of the horses at the Black Waterside Stables outside of Chain Hall. Yeah, I attacked her, figured, oh, it'd be just like when you kill Grillog the Kind there, you know, one shot, one kill, you know, you could use <laughs> you know, your fist even. Oh, no, she got up, whipped out an axe, and kicked my ass. <laughs> Oh my god. She was like, no, you didn't. So, okay, reload, try again, you know, let's level up a little bit. So I went and did, you know, one of those little mines in the area, killed off some goblins, got a staff, got a silver sword, went back at level two, tried to kill her. This time she runs away and gets the guard. Well, now the guard kills me. Okay, reload, try a third time, level three. And this continued for five levels to the point that either she killed me or the guard killed me. And I still haven't started the actual quest of waking up <laughs> to, uh, uh, what's his name there, uh, uh, LaChance, yeah. telling me you sleep soundly for a murderer. 
Because I either get my butt kicked, killed, or thrown in jail. You have plenty of chances to uh, to pay back your crime. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, you know. So I think I tried it 12 total times. I killed her one time out of the 12. And got all the way through to the point where I you know, picked up a bed for the night, slept eight hours, and Lachance still didn't come to find me. So I'm like, this is crazy. And we will try again next week. To join the Dark Brotherhood. Okay. Um, all right. Well, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to do this again next week. I've got. I've uh, got a whole. I want to because you know, there's. I haven't played Oblivion in a long time. Okay. Cool. All right. So then. So then we're we're doing that. Yeah. Um. All right. Just so you know, I'm getting a notification here about uh, about an, an issue with my internet. So so just be aware. Uh, we're going to roll ahead, obviously, with the audio version of the show, but. Uh, YouTube might be affected. In any event, um, so so Rob, what about you? What did you what did you choose? All right, uh, for the first one, uh, I ended up um, going after the Ebony Mail. Uh, I always thought that quest was was interesting uh, because in order to get it, you have to sacrifice a follower. And I think when I did it before, I sacrificed Lydia like ninety nine percent of the people that play this game. Um, I'm, I'm talking about Skyrim, by the way. Um, but like this time, I, I figured, okay, well, I'll, I'll sacrifice Lydia. Uh, you know, quick and easy. Uh, I didn't have a house. I just kind of told her to stay there at Dragon's Reach. She gets so in front I, of you anyway during fights, so it's not like it's it's a chore to to sacrifice her. Yes, yes, <laughs> she has blocked many of my arrows with her head, uh, <laughs> and and unlike Serana. She goes down after a few. Um, yeah, I've, I've had it where the back of Serana's head looks like a porcupine, but um, <laughs> but but I digress. <laughs> and uh, I, I decided that you know I was going to sacrifice Lydia, and this is where things get weird because I go back to Dragon's Reach. I didn't buy um, uh, Breeze Home. I never buy Breeze Home anymore. I think I bought Breeze Home like maybe once or twice, and I've had about. 50 playthroughs, or, well, no, that's not true. About 50 characters worth of just starting, you know, re-rolling, and, uh, you know, staves going bad, and whatnot. Yeah, it's sort of the sort of the standard, you know, everyone just buys Breeze Home. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, you know. I get it. So, you know, so, I, I have a couple home mods, you know, or house mods that I use, um, and, you know, since I, I can kind of tell Lydia to go there, you know, but most of the time, as soon as uh, as soon as I'm done talking to Yara Balgriff and I go running out and she walks up to you and and says I'm I'm here to carry your burdens or whatever, I'm just like yeah 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 whatever get out of the way. Shield. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah whatever get out of the way. Um, and like, I just kind of ignore her for the rest of the game. But I figured, all right, I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna go get her and uh, get this ebony mail. Well, I uh, I go back to Dragon's Reach and she's not there. Like anywhere, I cannot <laughs> freaking find. It's like, wow, did she finally just get sick of waiting for me to come back and say, "I want you to come adventuring with me"? She's probably just like Lydia. Yeah, she was gone. Wow, I have no idea. Where, like the game just was like, you, you. she was she was gone. <laughs> <laughs> where did Lydia go? <laughs> like, I can't find her. Have no idea where she is. Yeah. 
I mean, all the other playthroughs I've, I've had, she's been sitting Never up at the an table. Issue. You know what? Uh, I, I kind of feel you on that one because I and I got my own little thing on this, but uh, it ha- that happened to me too. So it's not just you. Uh, okay, okay, good. Because I, I wonder if this is a known issue because th- this is like the first time I've actually ever noticed it. I mean, it's probably happened before because I mean, let's face it, Lydia is useless. Um, but <laughs> Lydia you know, game jump like Wreck It Ralph. well did well did you did you uh did you actually get her back and you sacrifice her and get that mail no i didn't because i couldn't Uh. find her and i wasn't going to use console commands like it's being recommended in our chat room i don't use console commands thank you but what i did do (laughs) was i had to find an alternative because i wanted this ebony mail and rather than sheet i figured all right well my sacrifice is gone, so I'm going to have to find a new sacrifice. And I, I play a vampire. And one of the add-ons I use is Better Vampires, which adds a mechanic to the game where you can feed off of any NPC in the game, except for guards. This doesn't work with guards for some reason. Um, and you, like you cast a spell before you feed on somebody. And as long as you feed on them within a certain amount of time, then that NPC will become a follower. You can use this for any NPC except guards. Oh, okay. Um, so, it's the I mean, helmet that protects them. Yeah, it is the helmet. Um, but I'm just, I'm walking around Whiterun like, okay, I need to find a new, um, I need to find a new sacrifice. And I can't really think of anybody good. And out of nowhere, I hear, have you been to the Cloud District, Dobbin? Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> so, like, I have been waiting a long time to do something horrible to you. So I let time pass. I don't like waiting. So I just let time pass. And I stalked him around Whiterun for... God, it was it was probably like a good hour or so before uh before the sun went down. Wow. But I but I finally got him. I snuck up behind him, cast the spell on him, and initially he's just like, Yo, what was that? You know, and then <laughs> you feed on him uh from a from a sneak feed, and then it, it's kind of funny because like when you do that, they're like, I'm calling the guards, and all of a sudden they're just like I will follow you everywhere. <laughs> you know, and so I'm like all right, I, God. we're not going to the cloud <laughs> district. <laughs> so I so I take him there. I, I, I finally like get him to the uh, the altar. Defeated all the enemies up there, and uh, uh, and and you know was able to sacrifice him. And finally got the ebony mail, and that is quite possibly nice. one of the most satisfying ends of a quest I've ever had because like all the times I've always seen this guy he'd say stuff but I never actually yeah. did anything to him I mean I'd always kill poor um what's his name um the uh the, the Telos guy yeah you know? yeah I was like every playthrough I gotta off that guy but I never get Nazim so this time yeah I, I got I got Nazim um but while I was up there there was a chest it's like a random <laughs> chest sitting there I open it up and I get the soccer ball <laughs> ah, Meridia's Beacon. Yes, I love that thing. I always pick it up, and you know, it's just like a new hand touches the beacon. It's like, wow, that sounds like Catherine Hepburn. But we got a uh, we got a, a member here in in the chat room saying, uh, "Welcome, by the way. Thank you for coming on in." Saying, "I don't play yes, so so I guess I'll just leave." <laughs> talking about Skyrim. <laughs> What? Stick around, stick around. It's okay. We're not just ESO here on the show. It's all right. <laughs> so go uh, ahead, Rob. I'm sorry to interrupt. 
but um, yeah, d- definitely the uh, the Ebony Mail quest was was a was a lot more fun uh, dealing with Nazim. But it was just the fact that one as one ended, a new one just opened up. Yeah, it was like it was like right there. It's like oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do at, after this point, and then I get the soccer ball. So. Uh, so you, you ran after uh, you, you ran after uh, the the statue out there in in the uh, the north the northwest uh, to get Meridia's uh, to, to do the uh, the Meridia's Beacon quest. Yes. So I, I immediately went when there. When I get that quest, I drop everything for it because yeah. I got the bug where when you get to a certain level with the PS3, if you were too high a level, and she'd bring you up to the sky to yell at you. And she'd literally drop you to your death. <laughs> and you couldn't, you know, there was no work around. There's no console commands on the PS3. No. You know, so now it's like level 15, you get the, the soccer ball of death. You, you finish that quest because for some reason it was a leveling thing. You don't screw around with Meridia. Xbox fan. She was stuck in Xbox. <laughs> That's right, Liz. She was an Xbox fan. You don't screw around <laughs> with Meridia. She, she is the only one that goes toe-to-toe with Moloch Ball and, and pretty much wins every time. Yeah, she's uh, she's I've pretty seen. ba, yeah. uh, and I think that that's why I like her. Um, I mean, I like her in uh, in all the games where you know she finally makes an appearance. Um, where you know with, with this game, it or you know with Skyrim specifically, getting the Dawnbreaker is always one of my favorite things to do because like my yeah. my favorite style of play in Skyrim doesn't matter how many playthroughs that I do, I always end up going back to this style and that is a one-handed weapon in the main hand and a spell in the left. Um, and when I have the Dawnbreaker, that is the one-handed weapon that I use. And I, I just I love the Dawnbreaker. Uh, so I'll I'll take any opportunity I can to get it. And, uh, Absolutely, I'm the same way. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I've recently learned this. Try and make sure that if when by the time you get Dawnbreaker, make sure that your your crafting, your uh, your smithing is up at a decent level. This way, you can at least um, uh, fine tune the sword as you as you over level it, um, because it takes a uh, an ebony uh, ingot to to. Um, make it more powerful and if you can't uh make if you can't work with ebony and you can't work with uh magical weapons you're you're just going to end up over leveling the sword and you know you got to spend time to to level up your crafting you still want to use it um how many iron daggers did everyone make this week (laughs) (laughs) 15 today (laughs) just 15 god amateur (laughs) yeah well, say, or you do like I do. I got a mod that lets you um, disenchant anything. And, uh, which I, one is that? I have to go look it up. Maybe uh, uh, I think it's I'll called disenchant it. anything. Yeah, I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, I take Dawnbreaker and disenchant it, and then I put it on daggers because nice. I have sneaky characters. So, so Liz, um, you had a hard time this week. So, are we are we talking next week about about the uh, your activity, or do you want you got something for us today? Well, that's basically my whole gameplay section. So if that's all you want to go, it doesn't matter to me. No, no, I, I, I want to hear everything that you've got in your gameplay section. So let's let's roll into Liz and let's let's sit back, kick our feet up, and let Liz oh, tell geez. us a story. Come on, tell us a story, Liz. Here's a story. <laughs> of a nothing. I have nothing else. Lady um, named Liz. <laughs> okay, so when I was presented with this little project. I was reminded from the ch- of the challenge. You know, we did it like episode twenty around yeah, but, then. But wait, hold. But this is 
this is this is all on you though. Like you don't have to do any. I know, okay, but so I liked the idea of a challenge. Okay, because <laughs> I liked winning. <laughs> Even I said, "What's my prize?" And you guys gave me a smart ass answer. Whatever. But anyway, so but then I started to think about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm did did Captain to- Nibbles like pee on your makeup today or something, Liz? <laughs> I've been watching Archer way too. You much. are the angriest it. person I've heard in a long time right now. What? <laughs> You're so mad. I'm not mad. I'm mad. I'm animated. Okay. All right. Um. I'll 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 deal with animated Liz. Okay, so, yeah, uh, I was reminding of the challenge, and, and I thought, oh, God, you know what? I'm going to have to either start Oblivion, which I'm tired of Oblivion, because I had to play that when my PC was down, so, so that was on my Xbox. I'm not going to play that again. So don't play don't Oblivion. What? So don't play Oblivion. I wasn't going to. Go through the steps. Right, which is why I also included Elder Scrolls Online and Skyrim on this. Right. Okay. But I'm not going to make a new character in Elder Scrolls Online, really. Okay. Um, because I like my Templar. So I was like, well, Skyrim's left. Okay. Luckily, I when I uploaded it on this computer, I was able to go straight to my last character, which was like level seven. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that storm, Stones of Barrow, whatever, poo, whatever that is. Baron's um, But in order to do that, you really have to have your the Thieves Guild. Or you have to you know level up your thieving and stuff like that. I was like, oh, great. Now... You know what? I don't want to spend all this time leveling up to do this. So you know what? I flat out cheated. <laughs> now, now there was there was the fourth one where you can do whatever you want in any of the Elder Scrolls games, which includes Elder Scrolls Online. You could have been like, you know what, Avarin? The the three that you proposed are such utter crap, and no, I hated good. I hated every one of them, and I hate your stupid face. I decided to go with number four, and I played Elder Scrolls Online, and I and I got to VR twelve before you, and that's what I did. That was my <laughs> that was my activity, and you could have rubbed my my face in that, and and that would have been good. Like you passed, like you're cool. Yeah, but literally two minutes later, you hit VR twelve. <laughs> it wasn't two minutes later. It was like a full, I don't know, two, two three hours later. No, um. <laughs> you missed the entire point of the most important aspect of what she just said is that so she cheated. Yeah, it well, be, it wouldn't be a challenge if Liz doesn't exploit the no, game somehow. No, I didn't have like time talk to, to that exploit. one guy in the in the mead bar, or <laughs> that's the problem. I didn't have time to exploit, so I had to go straight to cheats. And then when I started up this game, all right, uh, right past exploiting, right to cheating. Yeah, I went in I... and reprogrammed the game. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's star- okay. Another reason it started out is because I loaded up Skyrim and on this beautiful, beautiful new computer, my character looked butt ass ugly because they decided <laughs> everyone, even the twenty year olds, look like they're seventy. I don't understand. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I- <laughs> Stop crying. What the- <laughs> oh just God. go. Just keep going. <laughs> So anyway, so I spent a lot of time downloading mods, and then you know once once you start cheating, you or you know uh, modifying, you can't really stop because uh, you see something else, and you're like, "Ooh, hung males! I'll guess I'll install that one too." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, swing so physics. <laughs> they do. Oh my god, they do have that animation. Oh god, oh, oh, I, I don't want to hear tripods by Liz. Or. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do want to hear it, call me. I'll talk to you about it. Um, 
But to make it a little bit fair, I picked up the difficulty. I wanted to be a full magic character, but um, it's almost damn near impossible. At the beginning of this game, you just you just can't do pure magic. Has anybody else successfully done this? Yeah. Not on apprentice level. De- definitely not me. Not me for sure. Yeah, you gotta like scale the me- the difficulty as you get stronger and stronger. Cause... Uh, yeah, I'm not that dedicated on this one, yeah. so I decided. You know what? I'm going back to my bread and butter archery, <laughs> and uh, eventually I'll make my way back to to just magicka because I'll have the bound bow with the soul trap. <laughs> I got, Liz, I have, I'm wearing, I'm wearing water all over myself. (laughs) Wow. Um, sorry. (laughs) Keep going. Okay. (laughs) It's all good. But really my main cheat though was the, uh, a ring of detect life that I don't want to go through the gray beard crap. They talk so slowly and you have to listen to them. (laughs) And, And unlike in ESO in Skyrim, you have to, you have to wait for them to say at least the first five words out of whatever they're going to say before you click past it. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that with those guys because five words would take 10 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. So I went and did the Thieves Guild as per usual. And I had, I forgot I had Lydia with me and I was outside the Ragged Flagon and I, I've been running around Rifted and I was like, who the hell is this guard behind me? Because he keeps following me, whatever I'm, is he watching for me to steal shit? Ah! And then I turn around, or no, and then when I get down there, she runs in front of me and I was like, oh, it's freaking Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first time I ever had her with me because I refuse to take her. If she's prettier than me, no, I'm not taking her with me. So uh, that was the first time and she did. And so, uh, yeah, I picked up Mercurio and he accidentally killed me at some point. Really? That sucked. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so I'm thieving around. And then, so I found out, um, I didn't, I went to White Run and I didn't want to talk to Isolde or Isolde or whatever you want to call it. The town bike. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not, it's, that's Dragon Age Isolde. What's her name? Isolde. It is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to talk to her because she has cooties. But then I found out I had cooties, so I had to go to the uh, Arcanist that, that, uh. What'd you have? Was it Rock Joint? I don't know what it was. I don't, I don't remember. She says that you look a bit pale and has a taxi. Yeah, she goes, yeah. she goes, you don't look so good. And I'm like, well, you're no spring chicken. Whatever. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I cure myself. And then she says it again. And I'm like, oh, so I robbed her blind. I, I was, revenge was the name of the game. Good for you. You took, you <sighs> took, uh, you took some, some coin out of her. Her, uh, oh yeah, and all her alchemy ingredients and all that stuff. Yeah, and then I got to the point where I have to follow the Argonian in the in the Thieves Guild quest, and I was like, "That's it, I'm out. I'm not doing that because that is a boring quest. I hate that. Oh, that's the worst. Is there a mod out there to skip that? <clears throat> Probably. If there is somebody come. <laughs> it's so funny what you know. Each of us thinks is like the boring part of a quest. That's like one of my favorite quests to do. Because I try and do it different each time. Like, you know, you can use the ramps to sneak really high above him. Or you can just, you know, slaughter your way through the, the warehouse. Uh, but then you got you to gotta build up your sneaking because you're really, really close to the guards. And no matter what, if you're wearing nothing, they will still hear you. <sighs> well, you know, it's all those piercings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Very good. Very good. So anything else, Liz? I got into a couple of fist fights, came to fisty cups with some people. Nice. Yeah. All right. And I forgot my, my difficulty was ramped up. Uh-oh. And so I thought, I could take her. I could take her. She started to pick a fight with me. And I accidentally hit my shout button, and it it became like a, a bar free for all. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> 
Uh, caused a reload there. <laughs> awesome melee in a, in the in uh, the battered mare. Yeah, okay. I love that. <laughs> well, um, that that was that was pretty that was pretty damn funny, Liz. Good job on that. Um, all right, so basically, I I went after the uh, the the Daedric weapon in Skyrim, and originally I was thinking I'm going to do the Thieves Guild quest chain and and get uh, and get the skeleton key. Uh, for for Janessa, and then I said, ah, you know, it's not really it's not really a Daedric weapon though. It's a Daedric item, so I figured I'd take some crap on that on the show if I actually went through with that. <laughs> so I, I just figured, you better have had the whole week off too if you're going to get through that quest line. Yeah, it's a long quest chain. Um, so I was I was feeling like let me do something different. Uh, so what I actually ended up doing was I I did the uh, Night to Remember quest, which I don't know if you guys. <laughs> Do you guys remember that one? Yes. That yeah. is that quest is so the hangover funny. of Skyrim. Yeah. Holy God. So so basically, this starts off with um, you're you're in White Run, right? And uh, you're in the Banner Mare, and I met a guy named Sam Gwenvin or Gwavin Gwavin Sam Gwavin uh, in the Banner Mare in White Run, who apparently challenged me to a drinking contest. So you take a few sips of this this mead, and then everything goes dark, and you wake up in a temple of Tybella, which apparently you find out from talking to the NPC that you like were humping one of the statues. Yes. <laughs> now <Not> I. A mod. <laughs> I went about this. Now, if quest- it was Daggerfall, you'd actually have to hump the statue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna hump a statue in Elder Scrolls, I mean it's 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 a good one. Uh... So anyway. Uh... <laughs> Of, of the thieving uh, Daedric Prince because she's kind of hot. She, I would think that you would go for that. Yeah, well, you know, apparently um, apparently all I had was a statue of Debella, so that's, that's what got used. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I had to basically retrace my steps to fix all the horrible things I, I did the night before while drunk. So, like I said, apparently I defiled a goat in Rorikstead as well. <laughs> which uh i had i paid for i didn't go running off um i paid for the goat then i had to apparently i had to go back to white run high class one (laughs) you know i don't remember (laughs) with a name in the game come here (laughs) no 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 so um I spoke with, uh, so I had to go back to Whiterun, and uh, I talked to Isolde, and apparently when, when I was there, I was, I was going to marry a Hagraven who I had to track down. I had to kill the Hagraven and get my wedding ring back and make it all the way over to Morvenskar, where I had to fight my way through a bunch of angry mages, and I wound up in this place called Misty Grove, where the Daedric Prince uh, Sanguine... Uh, Tells me that all of this was for his own amusement, <laughs> which felt great. <laughs> and uh, I acquired the Sanguine Rose staff, which, um, if you, it's been a long time. If, if you don't remember what that staff does, it's um, it it uh, it conjures up a um, um, like a, a Daedric. Like a Daedric guy, a Daedric, a Daedric enemy, too. Dromora. Yeah, like a yeah. That's exactly what it is. Dromora. Um, to fight by your side for about sixty seconds, I think, is what it does. Which 
helped me out, believe it or not, in in uh, my other playthrough for Skyrim during the week, uh, I downloaded Falscar. And I just started that, I think, uh, yesterday or the day before and started playing through that. And that mod, holy God, it's freaking incredible. It feels, it's very well put together. The voice acting is really decent. Um, Marwin, the voice acting, I started that quest because I had to look up where to find it. Okay, it's right next to the guy where you, who challenged you to a drink. Right. That guy, that first guy you talked to sounds like the old man's evil twin brother. <laughs> Yalmar, just for that. Yalmar, yeah. Um, well, he's he's actually found in Riften, so which I think um, Sam Guavine, you can find him in a bar in Riften too, right? Right next. He's it's well, he's it's random. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, so you, you you talk to this dude Yalmar in Riften, and he gives you the quest for it, and you're you're 100 right. He does sound like that. <laughs> Yeah, he's all like, I was working past his cave, and uh, he, <laughs> he wasn't. He was like, the guards won't answer me or yeah. something. I told the guards, and they totally ignored me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this this thing is like a proper DLC that, that Bethesda put together. It's freaking incredible. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, and I got stuck in this one cave. As soon as you, as soon as you actually get into Falscar... Uh, and they and they tell you to go over to to one of the main towns over there. I forgot the name of it. I happened to uh, happened upon a cave, so I figured, okay, let's let me jump in the cave. And I'm trying to level up like a proper a proper paladin uh, in the game, so I'm I'm doing heavy restoration magic in my early levels, and I've got the mage's stone active. So I figured, let me grab Lydia, let me you know push her button to that cave and and just heal her. <laughs> First, <laughs> here you go, Lydia. You're gonna get in front of me anyway. You might as well go ahead. Like a canary. So, <laughs> so you know, this is where where the thing that Rob had said earlier about about uh, Lydia just not spawning in areas you expect her to be. This is where that comes in. So I go walking into this cave right with Lydia apparently in tow, and she's like nowhere around, like. I thought you were sworn to carry my burdens. You can't even come yeah. into the damn cave. And I was like, whatever. You're a pain in the neck. So I go run into this cave by myself. There's a ton of ice mages. Uh, not ice mages. They're necromancers. And they they have ice spells. And that drains stamina. So by myself, getting grouped, uh, getting grouped up with these, these guys coming after me is real tough. So... I use the Sanguine Rose Staff, and, and it was hysterical. I'm just, I'm, in, I'm back there just healing a Dramora. <laughs> and this thing is just slaughtering these necromancers. I'm like, this is very I ironic. Here I am trying to be a paladin, a good guy. I'm allying with Dramora. Conjuring demons. Conjuring demons. Bidding. Who's killing necromancers? Who should be <laughs> I'm just saying, you could have cheated. Uh, I kind of feel like I did. <laughs> I know that. Well, that's why I thought of it. So, so there was cheaper, there was that. Pumpkin eater. Um, well, at least you didn't, you know, use the the sanguine rose in a town to see what it does. Oh, have you? <laughs> yes. Oh, what happened? Uh, pretty much, you slaughter the entire <laughs> white run populace. <laughs> yeah, well, I I know better. <laughs> <laughs> I know better than to do that. 
Um, the rest of the week, hey, it's been a lot of fun. You know, recorded a lot of late night filthy casuals with uh, with our, our our my fellow hosts here. That was a lot of fun, guys. Uh, we ran into uh, Dragon Star Arena and kicked some butt. Oh yeah, we made it pretty far. Yeah, where where did we get up to in Dragon Star Arena? Was we, it like we lost count of the rounds? Uh, round five, I think. I, I think it was round five. Yeah. Yeah, we, we lost count. <laughs> no, but it was definitely like we definitely got yeah, through three, we got through four, and I'm pretty sure we we were wiping on five, but I don't think we got through it. But I'm not sure if we got through. I know we got to five, but I'm not sure if we got past it. We were in an area where there were a bunch of t- tiles that looked like they were the um, astronomy things. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, the constellation. Oh, tiles. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that's got to be five. All right, so that was cool. That was a lot of fun. Um, people have really been enjoying late night filthy casuals. I like the music during it. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's the cool part. Wasn't there a point, Mike, where you were like, "Could we not have Pearl Jam anymore, please?" Yeah, <laughs> like we had like forty-five minutes of Pearl Jam, and you know, Pearl Jam really only has like three songs that everybody knows. And then, if you're a Pearl Jam fan, they got album upon album. Well, I'm not a Pearl Jam fan, so I only know you know the three songs. Like, and I'm like, oh my god, like you know anything, you know Guns N' Roses, Led Zeppelin, you know. So, hey, it's all you gotta <laughs> say. We'll we'll switch it up. And, we, and what did we do? We went to Zeppelin, right? We went to Zeppelin, and it yeah. got really cool. When that, are we going to Broadway? When are we going? Well, uh, never. Yeah, we could do Broadway week. You know, I've been listening <laughs> to Phantom and Cats and Joseph and the Magical Technicolor Dreamcoat. You know, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Maybe Jesus we can have Bob. Rob do you know. Jesus Christ Superstar with uh, one of his no. voices. No, <laughs> no, I, 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 no, 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 no. Oh, no. The 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 only show tunes that you're going to get out of me is the Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> which that's is a good, a good idea. Well, if that's the only thing that we can get out of you, Rob, let's go. <laughs> no, not right now, let's get a little rendition. Come on, Little Shop. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop. I can't believe Avarwin knows that. Oh, that's on the list for parody. Uh. La 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 la! That and Evita, Ivarwin. <laughs> Don't cry, Ivarwin sings Evita every once in a while. <laughs> every now and again, a little Evita comes spilling out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's manly because what's his face was in that movie, and that's Antonio all. Antonio Banderas. There you go. There you go. He was wooing Madonna. That's right. Uh, I am a man. I dress like a man. Antonio <laughs> Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what? It, what else did I do this week? Um, how to ESO? Hey, a couple of more videos out of out of that. That was a ton of uh, a ton of fun, guys. Um, although uh, I'm not going to get into it, but we we got it. We updated the the playlist. There's at least two or three more videos than the last time we spoke about it on how to ESO. Uh, the the one uh, that's been getting a lot of hits is starting a group. So if you're if you're really? unsure about, yeah, yeah, we we got a lot of hits on that one. Wow, yay! How to start a group. Uh, yeah, that was a good call on that then. Uh, we got we got a couple of people saying, you know, I'm not too sure how, how to do this. I'm really um, uh, scared to, to start a group because I'm afraid of getting yelled at and called a noob. I've never done it before. So I figured, you know what, it's, it might, maybe it's a good video. So let's do it. And it, it's proved to, uh, to be very good for us. Um, all right, so that that's me. Uh, let's let's uh, let's see, uh, Mike, Rob. Anything else during your your gameplay this week we haven't hit on? Nada? I just want to tell about the sleep story. Go for it. Go for it, Mike. So uh, we'll, uh... my Nightblade is now VR twelve, and I'm running through Rivenspire on the Vampire Chase quest line that they have there. And so it tells you to go up to this area called Crestshade to go and speak with this count, um, and you have to walk through all these vampires to get there. 
Mm-hmm. And the music is great, and it's like eight thirty at night, so I should have been like wide awake. But I'm sitting there going, you know, with that head droop. <laughs> All of a sudden, I wake up to the blue colored death screen because I'd actually <gasps> fallen asleep with the controller in my hand, and just pushed forward and just kept walking through Crest Shade, oh. and just had passed right on out. And the vampires, you know, had their oh. way with me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I've ever been that tired that I can't stay awake at that hour to, you know, to play the game. And so I think it's, you know, like off all the meds for the head yeah. that I had and everything. And I think it just finally, you know, crashed and was that was it. But it was so funny because I'm like, I can't believe I fell asleep playing a video game. <laughs> if Arwen's done it before online, like on Skype. Yeah, it's hysterical. I, I have. And you hear me snoring, too. Oh, it's hysterical. <laughs> like, wake up! What? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you do that one night while we were trying to, like, form up a group or something? Yes! Yeah. Yeah. It was like he's he's quiet for, like, 15 minutes, and all of a sudden he's like, guys, I just, like, totally fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, go to bed, and he was like, no, let's do this, let's do this. He <laughs> is hardcore. We, we did it, though, didn't we? Uh, uh, just one more time, can I just say, Liz is an amazing healer, and you can't have her. She's all ours, so ha. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Liz, uh, healing in, in DSA, I mean, you've, you've just been you've been incredible. Uh, absolutely incredible. And uh, er- everyone... Am I dying I, or something? Why are you being nice? I, the hell with you, then. I don't like it. <laughs> no, keep going. I want to um, everyone, truthfully, everyone's been amazing trying to get through through DSA. The DPS, Rob, we didn't even mention your DPS in in DSA. You did like oh. a, it was like disgusting. Oh. What, what did you hit in? Do you remember? It was like I, I don't want to say uh, the wrong thing. I want you to go ahead with that one. That that was with um, that was with my dragon knight. Um, and I, I don't think that was in DSA though. I think that was when we were doing one of the vet pledges. Um, cause like my, my, my vet one, um, uh, caster dragon knight that I have on the AD has just been sitting there collecting dust for like the past three months. Yeah. Um, so I, I just decided to bring it out of retirement and, um, you know, Varwin had contacted me earlier today saying, Hey, we're going to be making a, a video. And then after that, you know, we're going to, uh, run some dungeons and want to come. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Um. Uh, and I ask, you know, like, mind if I bring my VR1 noob? Um, so, you know, he said, yeah, sure, why, you know, why not? So, when I got home from work, uh, I got some, uh, some gear, completely, uh, made all new gear, cause I hadn't touched, I hadn't touched his character since before patch six, so I needed to get it up, uh, up to speed. And I was just kind of testing it out, seeing, you know, have some fun, but, we got into this room in this dungeon, and with the build that I'm using with that, it's a, you know, again, it's a caster dragon knight. So just about any AoE ability this thing has, I'm throwing it on there. I've got Inferno up, I'm throwing down the Ash Cloud, I'm throwing down the Talons, uh, I'm using Inhale, I'm also using uh, the Elemental Ring, and a, just a, a plethora of, of a, these AoE abilities. That's a good word, Rob. I like plethora. Yes. Hey, what is a plethora? All right, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm, I'm using like almost all AOE abilities. Um, and the next thing I know, I look down at my my damage meter on um, FTC, 
and it said 25,000. And I'm like, what? And I'm, I'm trying to find my print screen to get it. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? It's like, seriously, 25,000 wow. DPS. I like, we must have been hitting like, I don't know, 16 enemies all within the same spot. I don't know if like if Arwen pulled them all in on, on him. So they're all in this tiny little area. I just run in and just drop the talons, drop the ash cloud, used inhale and start spamming the crap out of, uh, impulse, uh, or elemental ring. I can't remember which one I take, but. Oh man. I, oh yeah. See, that's, the, that's what this, <laughs> that's what it's all about. You know, when, as a tank, hearing that makes me excited because it is hard as balls to get all that many freaking, excuse me, I'm sorry, but I'm like this excited. It is really hard to get that many, you know, uh, enemies and mobs grouped up around me. And if I can hear that I've got all those enemies grouped up around me that Rob, my, my, my uh, DPS, is able to just drop ton of AoE on all of these guys because they're in a tight little group. Oh, that's great. That is fantastic. It's wonderful for me to hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, it is really hard. And, and you're very, you're a very, very, very good tank. God damn, I said it again. You are a good tank. So, so 25k, Rob. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. The boss that we did there that one day, he kept running concentric circles. The, sm- the circle kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller, but we were safe the entire time because he did yeah. such a great job tanking. Ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> he taunts, he's like, your mother was a hamster! All the berries in the woman's way. Your mother's a death Wait, wait, or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I have this ridiculous accent? <laughs> well, congratulations to to Rob on on that huge uh, on those huge DPS numbers. Congratulations, that's that's awesome stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I I still don't believe it. I mean, like I I I don't it's even crazy. know if I'd be able to repeat that. I'm more than willing to give it a try. And just to throw this out there, I'm I'm trying to find the link to put in in chat so that you can see it. Yeah. Um, but this is what this was a VR one. 25,000 DPS. Crazy. One. Crazy. All right. Um, so that's it. That's our gameplay discussion for this episode. Uh, that was a lot of fun, guys. But we've got one more thing before we move on, and that is that is next week's activities. Uh, we Are we cool with that? Or, I mean, you guys can choose these. You can, you can keep doing what you're doing. Um, it's up to you guys. What do you want to do? Um, do, you guys, do you guys care? I don't know. Whatever. I guess more more options and activities and post them. More more options the merrier. All right. So, um, here here's what I've got written up. All right. Uh, spend forty five minutes to an hour being unproductive in an Elder Scrolls game. <gasps> then tell us what happened. I can do that. All right. So we got we got to take her on that one. Um, here's another one. Join a great house in Morrowind. And the last one is become a werewolf in Skyrim. And if none of those strike your fancy, and or if you don't want to uh, do the previous ones, which is get a Daedric weapon in Skyrim, start and or complete the Dark Brotherhood in Oblivion, and, or start an alt that's utterly different than your main in ESO, you can come up with your own, 
and then let us know what you did. Uh, listeners out there, I want to I want to hear what what you did. If you took up any of these activities, let us know. Send us an email to elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. Please, no tweets on this because I want to hear your story. Now, so, okay, what what qualifies as unproductive? Un- unproductive. Uh, any anything that that doesn't really level up your character. Well, it de- oh, that's that's kind of rough because a lot of things do that you wouldn't think so. Well, I mean, when I say um, spend forty five minutes to an hour being unproductive, I'm not saying. Uh, if you happen to do things that level up your character in the course of you being unproductive, that's that's fine. Just don't don't go out there and say I'm gonna I'm gonna do oh, crafting okay. today to level it up. I want you to basically what I envision for that particular one is just just run out there, take any Elder Scrolls game, and just run out there and see what happens when you just run out there. And if that means you're, you know, you're like, ooh, look, uh, a moose, you know, I mean, kill the moose. And then you, you, you get into a bandit thing and, and you end up, you know, leveling something up as a result of it. Well, that's that's what this is all about. I want to know what happens when when you run out there in any of the Elder Scrolls worlds. It could be Elder Scrolls Online. What happens when you just run out there for 45 minutes to an hour with no goal in mind whatsoever? Let the world come to you and tell me what happens to you. That's That's that first one right there. Cool. If I want to spend 45 minutes trying to get to the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could just go AFK if you want. <laughs> lost, uh, lost in his own museum, huh? <laughs> 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 All right, guys. News uh, coming up. Uh, hopefully our bumper will work this time <laughs> right after this. In their tongue is Dovahkiin. Dragonborn. Alright, so Cyrodiil PvP updates. It's been a while since we've all huddled around our uh, YouTube monitors and uh, Napster machines and our radios in our cars. <laughs> uh, we've got a few things that have... Uh, um, James burned for you guys on stage. Fire burn! So, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, Monday, March 30th, patch 2.0.3 drops in Cyrodiil. Picks up a few interesting updates. And here they are. If you contribute to killing a boss in Cyrodiil's Delves, you're now going to be granted a 60-minute alliance point buff, which increases your alliance point gain by 20%. Now, there is a notation on this. While this buff is visible in areas outside of Cyrodiil, it is confirmed that it's only active while you're in Cyrodiil. Also, last week, uh, resources can now receive the upgrade More Resistant Guard. And now also includes a Siege Resistance. Uh, This week, as of uh, today, uh, actually... um, No, I'm sorry. We're we're still last week. This is still last week. Uh, Last week, Trials had their boss's experience award tuned up. They significantly increased the experience received from defeating bosses in Hellras Citadel... Ethereum Archives, and Sanctum Ophidia. Uh, today, today, also uh, Monday, April 6th, Patch 2.0.4 released with this change to Cyrodiil's Dark Anchors. Uh, completing a Dark Anchor in Cyrodiil will have a chance to drop three types of siege weapons with Cold Harbor-themed ammunition. These siege weapons will hit slightly harder 
than their standard alliance counterparts. The new Cold Harbor-themed siege weapons are, glad you asked, Cold Fire Trebuchet, Cold Stone Trebuchet, and Cold Fire Ballista. Uh, so on these, does anyone have any thoughts or maybe experiences they'd like to share? On okay, the let's go. Into this. All right. First of all, who's who's farming <laughs> Dark Anchors already? You know there's got to be a group doing there. And you know they're going to require these things now. That's going to suck. Okay, that's just for the casual people, the people that are into PvP. Cool! Yay! Yay for you! Well, and- well, hold on. Now, now I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying, and I, I mm-hmm. think you're right on that. If it wasn't for the fact that it's a chance to but drop. People are good, uh, have you seen uh, chances of, of certain armor dropping? Well, I think yeah. the cool thing is as soon as you, you're in an area where you see a dark anchor come up, like... There's going to be, you know, not only are you fighting the day trip, but now you're going to be fighting the other, you know, the other uh, alliances, oh, alliances yeah, too, okay. because they're going to see it like a big beacon, like, oh, Stone Cold Creamery Trebuchet. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, what's going to happen, though, those uh, in places the Dark Anchors drop, hey guys, people are just going to be hanging around there just because they know the fights are going to be there. No, I guess they want to take uh, castles and stuff. Okay, never mind. Uh, you know, Liz, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like like this sort of thing is going to, like like you had noticed, with uh, with the Delves. Who noticed that? Was that Mike that noticed that or was that you, Liz, that noticed that? Delves are getting more uh, nastier? That, that was Rob. Well, I mean, Rob. I, I, I can't speak to it personally. You know, I'm going to throw that, that disclaimer out there. <laughs> but in in the guild uh, chat this week, uh, I have seen uh, several members talk about how they had gone into the Delves to get this bonus only to have the boss killed by members of the other faction uh. and or killing them while in the Delve because they are also going for these bonuses. So what it is doing is it is incentivizing these players to going into these Delves and actually running this content to assist with the overall PvP objective. That's awesome. And that's kind of what I was hoping would come out of this. I'm sure Zoss does too, uh, which is why they're doing this in the first place. Um that's I'm I'm ecstatic to to hear that. I think that's cool. Now And with that all I can think of is Nerevar, you know, bum rushing that former emperor ah. for the third kill that night. It was so funny, you know. Because you got a guy he's, he's in there, you know, farming the bosses. Now he's actually has an incentive and a whole group of twenty of us roll in and just, you know, destroy people. Yeah. It, it really brings the PvP element into places that it's really been lacking in Cyrodiil. Yeah, those were pretty much empty. I mean, when when Varwin dragged me into Cyrodiil kicking and screaming, I thought, hey, I can do this because nobody else is around. This is fine. Now I'm not really going to be able to do that. But I can also see that there's going to be a holdup. Like, if you're with a group and somebody's like, okay, hold on. I got to go kill a Delve boss so I can I can join your group so I can get my bonuses. Hold on. That's another thing to wait on. Ugh. Well, well, <clears throat> you're right, okay? Um, if it wasn't for the fact uh, that we've got this weird little thing going on uh, that's been going on for a while in PvP, which is everyone PvPs in Thornblade, which is your guest campaign, or at least that's usually how this goes. Uh, when, you, when it comes to PvPing, you've got two servers. You've got your home server, right, that you select that, that basically has this understood... Uh, thing where your alliance has chosen that that particular server 
to to completely dominate, get all of the PvP buffs that are needed, and then go to a guest campaign, which right now is is usually Thornblade, and and duke it out in Thornblade. I still don't get that. It's but have you seen the lockouts recently? Yeah. You no. know, since this went by to play, there's been a number of times where I've tried to go in and it's just been locked out, locked out, locked out, and it's just like holy cow! Wow. I mean, especially with. Uh, uh, Dominion and Pact on both sides. I mean, I've noticed that uh, DC um, they're Only usually has one pr- bar. yeah. <laughs> it's either it's either going to have like just one bar or it's it's going to be full depending on the campaign. But Brian yeah, Wheeler. It, it's it's almost like if, if you're Evan Hart or D- or Dominion, best of luck getting into any of those. Yeah. Brian, Brian Wheeler must be getting all uh, getting all excited now, seeing that uh, people, lots of people, are going jumping into Cyrodiil. All right, uh, another thing that we got: new pets are coming to the Crown Store. Uh, in an update from our last episode, we found out that more pets will be coming to the Crown Store this week, Thursday, April 9th. On that day, players will be able to purchase for the first time a Banekin, Breville Retriever, a Scamp, and the Shornhelm Shepherd. No word on crown prices for these items yet, but we're expecting some to be worth more than others. The Elder Scrolls Online site gives hints that these pets may have their own unique animations as well. It's pretty cool. I don't know, guys. Are any of you guys going to buy any of this? I mean, I would like the Banekin or the... Oh, the... oh no, that's the worst one. Yeah, the, yeah, the Banekin looked really nasty. Like, Yeah, but um, I, I just The don't scamp like... looked really cool. I don't I mean, feel if you like you just want an ugly little pet. Either you have a Varwin follow you around, or you have <laughs> oh oh, oh. No, zing. That's horrible. We're or you just get to oh, Sorry. You know what? You know what I hear when when Liz talks is what I hear. <laughs> I was flailing my arms around all of Varwin like, and my headphones unplugged, so I, had to <laughs> I could hear myself laughing over your computer. <laughs> Oh, well, poor Allow Liz. me to go right back to it. But it's, <laughs> yeah, just use the mud crab or something and those ugly... Okay. Um, I don't know, guys. I'm kind of burnt on pets and mounts and whatnot. I want to see something else come out of this store. Are you guys going to be buying any, any of this uh, when it comes out? Uh, I might at some point, if I have absolutely nothing else that I want to buy, mm. uh, might pick up the Shornhelm Shepherd. Um. Because I mean, to, to be honest, I, I've gotten all the all the pets that I I want so far, um, and I'm really hoping that they release either a husky or a wolf pet. Uh, That'd be nice. You know, I mean, I like that style dog. You know, that yeah. that's just me personally. So that's what I want. Um, I know that Wicked Wolf in our chat room will agree with me that we want the wolf pet. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, you know, th- that's what I'm kind of holding out for. I mean, as of right now, I don't do costumes. Uh, I don't do consumables. Uh, and I've got all the mounts that I want. I picked up, uh, I picked up a, uh, what are they called? The, oh yeah, the, the, the big lizard guars. Uh, yeah, the guar. I picked up a guar with, uh, my most recent, uh, subscription, uh, stipend that I got. So okay. it's like, so it's like now, um, yeah, what else what else do you Yeah, there's nothing until they make yeah. costumes diable. I'm not buying any costumes on the store. I yeah, I agree yes, with that. Too. I agree. I that agree. is that is big and until they let you hide shoulder turrets. You, you, uh. 
I saw a really... tweet from our uh, co-host uh, Mark uh, Ahmad for Skyrim with the uh, giant bunny mount with the uh, Dovahkiin helmet on. I think that I they should put this. that in uh, the store. Oh, see, then people, uh, the serious people that don't realize you're joking are going to be like, oh, that's a free-to-play kind of thing. No, it's not <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happens when it can't be It's not free-to-play. All right, let's... Uh, <laughs> we got uh, we got one more left, guys. It's the big it's the big elephant in the room. ESO celebrates its first anniversary. Happy birthday, Elder Scrolls Online! This past Saturday, April fourth, marks the first year anniversary of Elder Scrolls Online. It's been an incredible year of ups and downs, but at the end of it all, we stand with a far stronger community and game than ever before. Um, on a side note, beloved community member Aloa released a, re- a video recently with thoughts and well wishes and a hearty thanks from the Elder Scrolls online community notables to ZeniMax online studios for their hard work and dedication to ESO and its player base. Uh, it's a video every ESO player should see and can be found on Aloha's YouTube page and is currently being featured on bethblog.com. Now we'd like to take a moment and recall one of the one or two memorable moments from last year from Elder Scrolls online. So, Mike. So, the first one uh, would be the Naked Argonian run in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, yeah. I had a computer at work that I had downloaded the game onto <laughs> and uh, ran up my lunchtime uh, you know, chasing uh, Varwin and uh, Dave around. Uh, yeah, and that was hilarious. And then the second would have to be uh, flirting with Liz uh, during <laughs> our uh, launch party in one, one of the ships. And like we had no idea who each other's was, and you know, I knew who she was from being, you know, listening to the show. But you know, I wasn't in Teamspeak or Skype or anything like that, and you know, just uh, using commands. And we were you know, all dancing naked on the ship, uh, and it was hilarious. What your guy was ripped. Uh, all of my characters are ripped. If I wish I was. On your dude. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Liz? What's uh, what's a one uh, a thing or two that you remember from the last the last year? Well. The first time I picked up the healing staff, I think, would be the most recent. But uh, it's got to be that that launch party. I mean, yeah. especially hearing Rage sing for the first time for that launch party. That was that was awesome. Pretty epic. Yeah, that that was pretty epic. No, um, I don't know who that was. It wasn't me. It, not Rage. <laughs> did I say Rage or Road? I said Rage. Yeah, yep, it was you. Yeah. You said it right this time. And. Um, <laughs> I remember how happy he was when I was said, "Well, you got the lead in the in the ESO ESO parody." He was like, oh, "Yeah, dude!" I mean, he was like a teenage schoolgirl. <laughs> it was just great. It was not. It was awesome. <laughs> what uh, What about you, Rob? What's a thing or two you remember? Oh gosh, I mean, it's so hard to just come up with one. You know, yeah. um, I I know that I think one of the you know the most fond memories is. Just, I, I would have to say, I think it was, it was recently would probably be during uh, the the justice event that we held. Um, oh yeah, where I mean for I mean for for standing around for three hours in game, like I mean I wasn't really doing a whole lot, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm trying to you know keep a conversation going, but we had just so much fun stealing stuff and getting caught by the cops, you know? <laughs> um, and just hearing, you know, fellow guildies 
just start yelling. It's like, oh man, they got me! No, no, get away, get away, get away! And, and uh, it, it was just—it was a great time. And the fact that um, that's what it was—it was our kleptomania event. Yeah. That uh, you know we had so much fun doing that. We're definitely going to be doing it again. Um, you know, it just that's just one out of many. I mean, just seeing the game evolve. You know, it hasn't been updated. It has evolved. I would um, I would say the two things that I remember the most number number one is uh, is a community thing, um, and this is I, I don't know if this kind of a kind of a, a, a cheat on my part because I am going before the game was actually released and into beta, but it was only like a couple of weeks before early access started, and that was a seventy two hour long stream oh that we did. remember that you remember that Agent Mini Rage. Um, Oh, Mini rage, yeah. Now you guys went uh, hunting for the uh, the netches. The netches. I have I have fond memories of that. Now that that was hard. That was not easy. It was it was very very difficult for all of us to pull together. And and we had we had people that dropped out for some odd reason. We had one we had, we had one guy that just didn't even show up for his his important uh, left poor Rob in the middle of nowhere just didn't know what to do and and the rest of us picked up that guy's slack and picked it up like a team and and that was the one thing that i remember was that it was for 72 hours all of us worked as a huge team group effort we came together as a unit and we put that whole thing together and it was it was a lot of fun and i remember um at the very end of it we didn't want it to end and we also couldn't wait for it to end so we can actually just relax and, and not have this, this looming stress over us um, to to have our channel active for 72 hours and, and play the game in, a, in an entertaining way that's draining for anybody. Um, but at the end of it all, there was just this huge like catharsis, just like, oh, you know, it, I want it to end. We had so much fun and we, we did that whole thing where we were just in the, in the inn and you know, falling on top of each other and dancing and singing and laughing and, you know, dying on a table. And there's all these spell effects going on. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the other thing I remember, which is a huge triumph for me, was was not only getting to the veteran rank level in the first year, which is, if you know me in MMOs, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> um, but successfully, well, uh, getting there, trying to be a tank, failing utterly, and then trying it again and being successful at it, I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna forget how great it feels to, in the first year of an MMO for the first time in my life, being successful at the goals that I that I put forward for myself in a game and actually achieving it. That that was that's really awesome. So, I'll always remember that. All right, guys, uh, Tamriel's rumor is next, and uh, you're going to laugh when we tell you this tiny little rumor that's out there on the interwebsises. Oh, my God, Becky, did you hear what Yolrun just did? <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> A direct sequel? Oh my goodness, with Bethesda heading to E3 for their first press event, rumors about what will be announced is very high. From Fallout 4 to the next Elder Scrolls games, people are wondering what's Todd Howard and gang got up their sleeves. 
One such speculation on the internet is that not only will Bethesda announce they're working on the new Elder Scrolls game, but it'll be a direct sequel and sending us back to one of their already established provinces from a former Elder Scrolls game. Now, some have stated with how the story in Skyrim leaves off, it wouldn't be a tremendous surprise to see us go back and deal with the Thalmor threat, or even head back to Daggerfall and see a modernized version of a nearly 20-year-old installment. Now, our question today is if, 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 if Bethesda, whether it's Elder Scrolls 6 or some other game, if Bethesda went back to another province, what would we like to see? And and if you don't want them to go back, what loose ends from previous games would you like to see tied up? Let's uh, let's start with my comments. So, um, with the tying up of loose ends, I think is the easier of the two instead of going back to another province because you know with uh, ESO we get to see like you know many of the provinces of Daggerfall, uh, some of the provinces of Skyrim, and some of the stuff of Morrowind. Granted, it's not uh, Vardenfeld. Uh, but in terms of Lucentiaf, I would really love to see, you know, the uh, dealing with the Thalmor threat, the fact that the Emperor is dead, uh, Skyrim does not have or may have a High King, depending on whose side you side with, to really, like, tie up a lot of those loose ends that were left off in Skyrim. Because uh, there were many, many loose ends that were left at the end of the game. So, mm. Okay, um... What do you think, Liz? If it, I mean, do you, would you would you want the series to to? Um, well, let me ask you this: instead of say, asking you, would you want? Let me ask you this: uh, would you would you be interested to see the series go back to a place they've already been? And uh, and if not, um, can you? Is there something that you'd like to see that maybe stuck out that you'd like to see tied up a little bit better? What would I like to see tied up? Um, Eric the Slayer? No. <laughs> um, I, w- I was going to say the Thalmor uh, because I found them so deliciously evil yes. that I, I would love to see, you know, get behind the lines. But then again, ESO came along and what did our, our little show choose as their fraction at first? Uh, those guys. So I don't want to see him again. So I guess yeah. the only thing that I can think of is that I really, oh, I don't even care about it. But the Dwemer ruins. I, I would like to see the Dwemer make a comeback. Oh, they rise from the grave, Dwemer zombies. In, in some way, yeah, that that might be if they approach it in a in a very careful manner that doesn't explain necessarily how they left. I, I could get on board with something like that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I would be afraid in that case that everything would be underground or in, you know, in, in those stone whatever they are. I don't know. Dungeons. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't like I don't like being down there for too long. I, Giggity. I hear you. I hear you. Um, like <laughs> yeah. I said, if if taken, if, if they do it very, uh, very, very carefully, you know, you don't have to you don't have to shove us underground for an entire video game. You could put us in a realm of oblivion. Uh, you know, for for um, you know, for a main quest, and and just kind of say like, you know, this is this is what's going on with the Dwemer now, and then all of a sudden something else happens, and now they're gone, and we've got a second disappearance, and we we can't explain it. I don't know, something like that, I suppose, might work. Um, it doesn't even have to be like an evil like domain area, like you know, we don't have to go to like Quagmire or something like that. I mean, there's 
areas of like Azura's um, dominion uh, that are supposedly like mesmerizingly beautiful to see. So I mean, yeah, you know, and uh, was it uh, Clavicus Clavicus Files, um, the hunting grounds of Hercene? All of them would make incredible like high fantasy without the feel of like you know death and destruction and you know going to hell and back type of thing. What's oh, 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 a Super Smash Brothers type game where all the Daedric princes <laughs> fight it out. They just, ah! They just. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's amazing. It's, uh, I, I hate the fact that The Legend of Zelda is doing it, but, and, I, and that's a series that I've, I've oh, grown, I've, I've just known to expect crap. <laughs> Since since nineteen ninety uh ninety eight, so what the Super Smash Brothers? Awesome game. No, uh, Smash Brothers is an awesome game. Okay, I, I don't want to see a Smash Brothers esque Elder Scrolls game. I oh come on, I I don't. I we want to see a Smash Brothers with all of the Bethesda Studios characters in it, though. I I don't even know about that. <laughs> that would be awesome. I I would think I would probably pretend it doesn't exist and just carry on. <laughs> What uh, yeah. what say you, Rob, on this? Uh, if uh, if if Bethesda went back to another province, what would you like to see? Dagger Paul. Yeah, I want to see High Rock. I want to see all of High Rock. Yeah, I- I'm gonna have to go ahead and say yeah, yes to that as well. I would love to see if they're gonna ever go back. I would love to see a, a modernized installment of of uh, the Daggerfall Glenumbra area. That being said, I don't ever want them to go back. Um, I, I, and I think people in the chat room are sort of saying the same thing. And I think we can all basically agree that, you know, single player installments of the Elder Scrolls should always push forward. You know, I want to see elsewhere. I want to see, um, I want to see the Dominion areas, you know, Valenwood and, uh, and the Somerset Isles have their own, their, their own place where, you know, it's not just a DLC, et cetera, et cetera. Even at Mora, that might be cool. All right. Um, how about how about we unveil our our brand new uh, comeback segment, guys? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, does anyone want to take up the reins on on the notes on this? I'll read through it if you want. Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, before we do that, we're not going to say what it is. We're just going to show you. Oh, son of a bitch. Welcome back to the crafting table, guys. <laughs> Mods and other game enhancements with, with Elder Scrolls Online and, and, uh, and add-ons for ESO out there. And of course, of course, um, mods coming to, to, uh, to Skyrim's workshop. Um, and of course, always being there on, on the Nexus as well, plus plus uh, more knowledge from the hosts in Oblivion and Morrowind. I think we're ready to tackle on the crafting table one more time, and we've got we've got two mods that you guys need to know about. Take it away, Mike. Okay, so the Elder Scrolls Online Champion Bar by Hey, stop that, Liz. <laughs> your your bumper oh, sorry. <laughs> by uh, <laughs> Seski. Uh, an overview. So when you're VR fourteen. Uh, you don't need to see a bar telling you that you're at 100%. Heck, you don't even care about the 14 anymore with the champion tree there, right? 
Uh, this add-on replaces the main XP bar with the champion rank progress. The second bar is then used to show your enlightenment pool. So this gives you at VR14 a new status bar. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, definitely we'll be getting that very soon. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you, uh, Liz? I mean, you you love add-ons. Uh, when you hit VR14, uh, you know, tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> you think you're going to grab that one up, the champion bar? Yeah. Um, I don't because uh, Wicked's toolbar, even though I heard Wicked uh, retired, but his stuff is still good. Um, that is I correct. think the toolbar that almost everybody uses, uh, you could just turn that off. So I don't see really a point uh, to it. Right. Well, this, 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 uh, this, cha- this is replaces the, uh, the bar with a different bar. Yeah. It tracks your, your progress to your next champion point. Oh, I thought you could do do that already. The wicked, okay. The wicked has it, but it's a secondary little bar that it does it on, and this one gives you replaces that you know the level four. Well, then maybe if if I had no, uh, if I didn't use wicked again and it go and it goes out, it, can, it can't be updated. Probably. I'll tell you what. Why don't we? Why, when you hit VR fourteen, we'll we'll come back to this. How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm going to use this, to be honest, when I hit VR14. It just sounds uh, like it makes sense, to be honest. It, yeah, it does. It does. It really does. Um, all right. All right. And our second uh, crafting table uh, entry, we go to Skyrim. And uh, we talked a little about this. It's Falskar mm. by Alexander J. Vilecki. Uh This giant size DLC quality... Uh, 20 to 30 hours of Skyrim. Uh, it's about the size of two to three Skyrim holds with 26 quests, nine quest log main quests, 17 side quests, and unmarked content. You'll find books, recipes, weapons, armor, spells, a new shout, and new add additions to the soundtrack. Now, if I'm correct, when he did this, this was like, uh, uh, he tried to use it as a, uh, look what I can do, give me a job, uh, yeah, to Bethesda, didn't he? I mean, this was a, a young man uh, who, uh, yeah. you know, had. He, uh, I don't think Bethesda you know. scooped him up, but uh, he he did actually get hired as a uh, as a game developer. He's he's working for. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember who he got picked up yeah. by, but it wasn't Bethesda. But no. yeah. yeah, I mean, he basically built this whole thing by himself, or as as far as we know, by himself. Uh, I, I had installed this once before and it is extremely impressive uh and very well done you know i've seen plenty of add-ons that add dialogue and their own voiceovers that just sound terrible yes i mean so- sounds yes. like sounds like 12 year old kids you know recording the audio in their bathroom <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that i mean if, if that's what you got it's what you got but i record our audio in our bathroom Right. That's where you come up with um, all your ideas. I, and I, you know, I I get that, you know. Now, but, why are we bringing up this one? I mean, it is pretty old. I mean, the reason is, is that it's now on Steam. Yeah, yeah. you can get it on Steam. Yeah, and that's that's the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because, you know, you, it's such a big mod. If you don't know, and a lot of people don't know, how to, how to install mods from Nexus manually, th- now's your chance, okay? Um, now that that um there is no uh file size cap on these on the steam workshop 
for Skyrim. Now's the chance for, for people who have produced these giant mods to put it on there. And you, you click, it's a one button installation. You click subscribe, you run the game, the launcher picks it up from Steam, and it just does everything for you. And, and this is a mod that you shouldn't miss out on. It's, it's, a, it's a piece of Skyrim history. It's a piece of Elder Scrolls uh, community history. It's a, it's a very well put together mod. I've enjoyed it for the little bit that I've played so far. And, um, and I, I think everyone should, should give it a solid try. If you love Skyrim, you're really going to enjoy this. It feels like a DLC made by, uh, made by Bethesda. It really does. Osgand is saying that Falskar guy got hired by Bungie. Ah, that was it. Yeah, Bungie. Yes. Thanks, Oz. Bungie, Bungie. Okay, um, so so there it is. Our crafting table has returned. Uh, we're going to come back every episode with uh, mods from uh, all the uh, the different Elder Scrolls games as they shine their way through. And, uh, of course, add-ons from, from the Elder Scrolls Online community as well. That'll and be- just so you know, Falskar is the number one most popular mod right now. On the Steam Workshop, just loaded it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's the thing is, is that so many mods are not on there. You can't get any like look, you know, your uh, visual updates on there. Well, visuals in the game, but well, give it time. Give it time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Falscar made its way on there within the first week, there's going to be tons of. There's still, I mean, mods are still coming out for for uh, for Marwin, and that's a very old game. Oh, at this yeah, point. but I mean, well, so. I think the the first thing, whoever does Apache hair mods, get on that, please, <laughs> because that that's the base for all the other uh, appearance mods. Absolutely, and they're okay. all being held back at this point. Uh, but they're, they they're just, might they're be that they also are adult content because that is the one thing that will not change. Well, I that- I understand that. Um, but it, it's they do have versions that, you know that don't have that stuff in there. But they have I mean it, basic char- character attri- or visual attributes. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just got really frustrated because I had to go back and forth between the Steam Workshop and Nexus this week trying to download everything. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, well, uh, our community has weighed in. Uh, we've got. Uh, We've got uh, an email, some some tweets, some comments on YouTube. But first, uh, guild updates from our ESOTR guilds and Elder Scrolls Online, all in our community section. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. And take it away, Rob. All right. Thank you. Uh, let's see. This week, uh, as far as guild activities are concerned, uh, we are going to attempt to uh, give the Festival of Blades another go. Uh, we had to forego it this past Friday for those of us that, uh, uh, or for those of you, rather, that follow uh, our Twitter account. Uh, the event had to get rescheduled due to some uh, technical difficulties experienced by uh, ESOTR Stendar's guild leader Ray. Uh, so she wanted to get this uh, uh, get this event going. So that is going to be rescheduled for this Friday. That is uh, April 10th at at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, put that on your calendar. Um, all of our guilds are running events. Like what you can expect uh, this Friday, uh, we try to keep it fun, um, and it's just a lot of 
running around and just doing stuff just because. Uh, for example, this past Sunday, uh, guild leader uh, Nerevar Telvani of uh, ESOTR Meridia, that's our Ebonheart Pact Guild, uh, conducted a very large-scale uh, p- uh, event in Cyrodiil, just doing the PvE content within Cyrodiil. Mm. And he uh, he posted a bunch of screenshots on our forums. And you can view those by going to questgamingnetwork.com slash forums. Um, and he's got some really great shots in here. Varwin, you have a couple of these shots, do you not? Uh, yeah. So, so what, what they ended up doing was, uh, these are, these are what? These are called Titans, right? Yes. It's like the large dragon, uh, Daedra things. They're called Titans in game. Uh, and evidently, uh, I, I was unable to make it, unfortunately, but they had a very epic battle with a bunch of Daedra on a bridge in Cyrodiil. Um, and from my understanding, it was just an absolute blast. Everybody had a bunch of fun. And these are the types of events that we are going to be running. Um, as of right now, uh, our Dominion Guild, Akatosh, uh, doesn't have anything lined up. Um, but we will be running more events. Uh, we, we, and, you know, we enjoy doing these large-scale events. It brings the community together. We're going to start seeing more events that are not specific necessarily just to one of the guilds but can be done uh by all three of the guilds if they want to participate as well um i mean the event kleptomania that we had was an absolute blast of it was just three hours of steal as much stuff as you can but there was an objective to it um and and it had a lot of very positive feedback so if you're interested in joining any of our guilds uh you can um Ask for an invite to the uh, to the guild from me, Ivarwin, Liz, and Mike. All have invite privileges, uh, but you can also uh, go to our forums. Uh, it's questgamingnetwork.com/forums. There is a new thread for recruitment that lists who the guild leaders are, and as our guild officers are, uh, give me their blessing to add them to that list of contacts uh, for people that want to join. Um, th- It'll be a large number of people that you can contact to join any of these guilds. So stay tuned. we got a lot of stuff coming up in the future, um, and there's no sign of slowing down. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, and, and good job on that, Rob. Um, of course, uh, Telvani, uh, great great job with, with these, these pictures. They're, they're a lot of fun. I'm actually going to uh, take this, this thread and uh, just post it right here in the chat room so everyone can take a look at those awesome pictures. I uh, really appreciate that. Um, and you said the Festival of, Bl- of Blades, Rob. When When is that going to be, be done? Is that this Friday, you said? Yes. As of right now, they're going to shoot for it this Friday at cool. uh, 10 p.m. Eastern um, as like a rain date for uh, you know the event was supposed to be this past Friday. So um, in our rotation that we currently have, this is uh, Akatosh's Friday. But I have conceded it to Ray uh, since the issue was something out of her control. Because um, she, she did put a lot of hard work into this. And uh, she wants to run it. So I am giving her the floor Friday evening to run this event. Very nice. Um, all right. So, Mike, this week in Tamrielic Holidays. So this week in Tamrielic Holidays, it is Rainhan the First. 
On Garantide, the people of Tamerlan uh, point hold a fest point on Tamerlan point hold a festival to honor Druga, the old goddess of flowers. Worship of the goddess is all but dead, but the celebration is always a great success. So go out and spread flowers, people. That's right. Um, so, Liz, usually I, I ask you to do the the Twitter question of the week. Um, are you up for that? I know you're not. You're not. Your your site's can, not so. I can, I know my site's not really good, so the stuff that's not in bold I can't read. But I can read out the question. This question is: What are your <laughs> thoughts on siege weapons having a chance to drop from dark anchors and Cyrodiil? Well, we had a couple of uh, we had a couple of uh, people saying uh, saying stuff on Twitter for us. Um, number one, it comes from Uber World Izzy saying, "Hey, I love the pick." Uh, another one from Faded Jean saying, uh, "Only one thought of import, frack yeah." <laughs> uh, Kevin Dixon says, uh, "I guess it would depend on how frequently they drop and how much slightly harder is compared." <laughs> to the regular weapons and wicked wolf says wolfgar murkiller needs no such toys my roar will siege entire elf keeps and my axe his weapon is enough to mop up the leftovers <laughs> <laughs> well done uh youtube comments from episode 144 one comes from arian space lord frost says I do not want to feel like I have to XP have to have an okay so this is coming off of the uh, XP potion discussion we had from Arian saying I do not want to feel like I have to have an XP potion going all the time because that's the way it will be if it counts for champion points Nathan Stoddard says at uh, 33 minutes and 10 seconds there's a whole lore thing about the dragon priest dragon cult that tries to explain how the crypts are taken care of upkeep so it's not as bad as it could be i guess that's in regards to the comment we made about uh All my torches being lit my yeah. suspension of disbelief in the torches right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and the and the 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 fruit and all that in there yeah and then this final one from crystal dragon 17 says better yet instead of xp potions offer name and appearance changes in the cash shop <laughs> <laughs> there are a few things that so many people are calling out for that um more more character slots that people are just clamoring to buy yeah um yes. things like that diable costume oh ah yeah i mean i keep deleting characters i've got this one spot that you know whenever we do any type of event i have a character that i make just to put in that spot and then right. at the end of the event i just delete it Me too. and i'd love to be able to keep some of these characters uh going further on and i'd pay you know 10 bucks to have an extra, you know, one spot put in for a character each time. Heck yeah. So who wants to take our uh, one email from Ronin? Anyone in particular? I can't read it. That's okay. <laughs> I'll do it. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So at least this time we have a, a name to go with it, unlike last week. <laughs> so hello, ESOTR crew. Uh, ooh, yeah. Okay. I got I to gotta focus here on this one. Yeah. This one would like to speak a. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be able to do it in I'll Drago do, style. Oh, so. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's all, it's all cool. So this one comes from Ronin. Says, hello, ESOTR crew. This one would like to speak a bit about crafting. Ron thinks that crafting at endgame is kind of useless. This one is speaking about armor and weapons. 
the gear you get out of Trials in Dragonstar Arena, you are unable to make it look the way you want or have the trait you want. So people have to wear a costume to have this gear on. This one thinks he should ha- should not have to wear a costume to make this one look good and have the stats he wants. This one says we should be able to craft the gear with crafting reagents that drop in endgame content or be able to change the way the gear looks and be able to change the trait. Ron wants to hear thoughts of ESOTR about this. This one also thinks that all armor pieces should have the same armor and enchantment strength on it. Because right now, it's more useful to wear two pieces of heavy armor in the chest and leg slots and five medium in the other slots. This is just an example, of course, if you want to mix it. This one would like to wear it in any slot without worrying about in what slot is strongest. This one also wishes to hear about this. Thank all QGN members for the hard work on the podcasts. This one's enjoying. Greetings. Ronin. Ronin, awesome. I I do agree with I, I I should be saying, Yay, great job, I, I absolutely agree with this because it, we had this problem. Mike and I had this problem with a Varwin when we were making new gear. And Homeboy was like, It's not Breton armor. I don't like yeah. That's what that was. Homeboy. It, I I agree with this guy. And I, I agree that you shouldn't have to go through that of Varwin as well without having to wear a costume. Um, this one agrees. This one agrees. <laughs> if there is some way that when you have that piece of gear, when you upgrade it, um, you could change that base trait. Like, you know, I, I would want uh, the infused with the armor enchantment because I love putting uh, runes on my, or what is it, glyphs? Glyphs on my armor, and I love maxing out my health. And like he said, it's only in your in your chest, legs, and head where you get the best benefit from those. Um I really don't care that it's just head or legs. Actually, I think it's kind of nice to have a little bit of uh, restraint on that. But also with the full armor thing, what he's talking about, uh, something that Rage and I had talked about, uh, and Rage tested out, right? If you have to have just five pieces of gear for that light, medium, or heavy armor bonus, is that yes. right? Yes, okay. that, is, that is correct. Uh, okay. Because in, in all the trees, it says, uh, or the tooltip for, I think it's like the fourth passive down, with a full set of armor equipped, whatever type of armor, that even though it doesn't list a number, it is still only five pieces. It doesn't mean you have to have all seven in light, medium, or heavy. It's only five. It is nice. But then the, this first thing in that tree, like the light, medium, or heavy armor, it says per uh, item you have equipped that is light, say in my case, uh, then you get some kind of bonus. And, which is always nice, but uh, yeah, people are big on this. You have to have five of one and two of the other kind. Uh, whatever, whatever. Well, yeah. um, Ronin's in our chat room, so I just want to say uh, thank you for for the wonderfully written email. Actually, um, this was probably one of the better ones we've had in a very long time, and um, very very good um, discussion point. Actually, uh, it's something that I've I've sort of been. I haven't really liked either. Um, Rob and Mike, uh, real quick before we, we end the show, do uh, you guys have thoughts on this? I think you did an amazing job reading this email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, when I, I said, oh, I do it, I didn't realize it was all written in Khajiiti. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did, I, I mean, it wasn't until you uh, were going to do it yourself that I, I, I thought it would be a good idea to, to throw the Khajiiti yeah, accent. Because I, I have no idea what accent that was actually coming out as. And it definitely was not <laughs> 
Well, I mean, like he he makes a lot of the the same type of points, and as you know, as I'm reading this, I'm going, yeah, 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 me yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. What he said, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, like Liz likes to make fun of me that you know all of my characters use heavy shoulder pads. You know, they're all linebackers, but it, it, exactly the point. It's like angels <laughs> playing for the Damn Packers. Right. Damn right. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that you know. They shouldn't have to, you know, put them on chest and legs for, you know, to get the best benefit. And again, you know, with a lot of the gear that drops, I've seen it. You know, I might not have gotten any of it because I'm a filthy freaking casual, but I've seen people running around with it. I've seen these head and shoulder pieces you get for killing these veteran bosses. And you know what? They are ugly as dick. Like, I, I, I would get it to run these dungeons and I would not wear it any other time. Period. I would keep it in my inventory and have something that looks decent while I'm running around doing other PVE stuff. I'll pull costumes. it out when it's Oh, neat. wait, the costumes aren't dyeable, so they kind of look like crap. Yeah. Oh, and and yeah. I really, you know, when you look at it, what we've got, you've got all of the, you know, the nine different styles, plus then the barbaric, the Jadric, the ancient elf. You know, it, it allows you to really not look like everybody else and have really good gear. Well, if they make it so that the top end gear all comes from, you know, trials and dragon star arena and can't be modified in any way that really makes it just like a lot of other MMOs that everybody's running around in the end with, you know, the same seven pieces of armor all looking exactly alike. Yeah. And, and then you know, again, what's the point of getting, getting one of the higher tier style materials like Daedric or, you know, uh, the dwarven stuff, because if you're going to have gear that, you know, looks the way it's going to look no matter what, mm, why yeah, I'd like I- to get like some type of like bag or something that had like uh you know maybe not like the the trophy styles of gear like the head and shoulder piece but like other pieces of gear that you know like the undaunt or the unassailable that we tease Virwin about that you'd be able mm-hmm. to be like okay this is uh you know an unbound unassailable you know go to the crafter and put in your stone to it and it comes out in whatever style that you want. Ooh, the unbound point is good. I like that. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. Because then as soon as you bound, you put the stone in, it's bound to your character and it yeah. would be Breton style or Khajiit style. Well, well like... Um, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. I mean, like, just, just with the appearance of, of this stuff, since it's not craftable, you know, I've, I've seen that light armor porcelain doll thing that people have been running around. I can't stand a look of that. You know, I, oh, yeah. I wish that they like if, if you had hit like master blacksmith or master whatever that you could change the appearance of anything by using the style mats but instead of just one make it cost like 10 or even 50 get you know? rid of those things in the guild bank <laughs> yeah you know i mean you find them everywhere you know might as well you know get some use out of them it's like okay if i don't like the porcelain doll face maybe i could turn it from that into a breton piece but it has the exact same stat, and I can actually get armor to look the way I want it. Yeah, that would actually. You know be what I found? One cool. of the drop pieces is a full. You can get the full set of ebony armor, like Skyrim style ebony armor. You know, but it's a drop one that you have to pay for, or you know, go through whatever dungeons to get it. Uh, and that would be, you know, it's one of those issues where it's like that should be a style motif by now. Yeah, and not just the ebony armor. I agree. Well, good, good thoughts, guys, and fantastic email. I really appreciate that. Uh, again, uh, hey, email us, elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. Let us know what you did 
this week in regards to our um, our our uh, activities in the games. So so go ahead and do that. Um, that's our show, guys. That is it. Uh, this was a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed everything that we've we've been doing, um, and hopefully you've enjoyed it too. So so if you're listening, where where else can you listen or tune in? Well, iTunes. Stitcher Radio, QuestGamingNetwork.com, and of course YouTube, YouTube.com slash QuestGamingNetwork. You can find us on our website at QuestGamingNetwork.com. You can also find uh, find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash QuestGamingNetwork, and you can tweet at us at Elder Scrolls OTR, uh, as well as you can see us live, as well as Late Night Filthy Casuals, too. You can, you can see that live on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash QuestGamingNetwork. Uh, we believe the next episode of this of this show will record Monday, um, April 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Next episode of Classic will record Sunday, the day before, April 12th at 11 a.m. Eastern. And don't forget, Mark's Red Guard stream will be moved to uh, to tomorrow, Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern for, for a couple of weeks. Um, definitely this week for sure. So tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern will be Redguard right here on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Quest Gaming Network. That's our show, guys. Time for everyone to say goodbye, starting with Liz. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, Ma- Mike, anything to, to leave off with? Waiting for my Netch pet. <laughs> and Rob. Dosidania. Uh, I just want to leave off with this sentiment, guys. Uh, I've been listening to a, a, a ton of the old uh, Skyrim Off the Record episodes and have seriously missed the old direction of the show. Now, when ESO was announced, we took a hard turn toward news. Uh, there was a lot of misinformation out there at the time about the development of, of uh, Elder Scrolls Online, and we needed to sort of set the record straight on what was being released. Now, that ESO has been out for over a year and the community has grown and we're not the only ones out there talking about Elder Scrolls players know what ESO is all about we can finally move the show toward focusing on gameplay with news updates yet again and that's what this episode and the episode before has been all about Um, so I hope you've enjoyed it and I look forward to your emails on on your gameplay activities Uh, take care everyone thank you everyone in the chat room for joining us thank you for watching us on youtube please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and of course everyone listening on uh on itunes uh a a a review would be very very nice a five-star review certainly helps us out as well uh and of course we shout out at the beginning of the show those who were generous and gave us a five-star review uh take care everyone be safe and as always may the force be with you (laughs) 